Welcome back to another episode of It's Quite Cool. Let's talk Lord of the Rings. I'm Hilda. And I am Rachel. And we are back this week again for another episode. Yeah, you know, we just, uh, we really like talking about Lord of the Rings. So here we are. Yep. Doing it again. It's been <laughs> doing it again. Yes. It's been a couple weeks since our last episode, but we are back in full force. And last week we had a really fun episode about Sam. Yeah. I feel like right after we released that episode, they announced the new TV show. Do you remember that? Or not yes. announced it, but they well, like released the trailer. Yes. And you sent me that video of how they did the um, the, tr- the teaser trailer yes. and it was all practical effects and they oh. were actually like pouring fire into <laughs> like a carved the metal. of the rings. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, it's funny. I feel like we dropped that episode and then I had literally so many different people <laughs> either text me or DM me stuff about the TV show and we're like, we need to watch it. So I'm, what are your, th- I'm curious what your thoughts are about it. I, I'm actually looking forward to it only because the more I learned about what the show is, the more I realized that it is far enough away from Lord of the Rings for it to not be like, it's not a remake. That's that's clear. Um, There's going to be new characters. It's going to be, you know, uh, like, you know, before the isn't it like the creation of the rings basically yeah so people are, people are making fun of the title but <laughs> it was kind of lame <laughs> the rings of power <laughs> the rings of power but um it's interesting I, that the guys writing it are pulling they don't have a lot of source material to pull from and so a lot of it they're gonna have some creative license mm-hmm. so that will be interesting i hope I don't know. I I'm skeptical. <laughs> I feel like I'm less skeptical than I initially was. Okay. I feel like there's a lot of shows like that coming out now though because Witcher just released its second season mm. last month and season 2 of The Witcher was so good. Really? I've heard then, really good things about that show. It's excellent. Okay. I really recommend it. Yes, okay. definitely. Um, and then I didn't read the wheel of time books, but a lot of my friends did. Yeah, I and read, I, I read tried, tried the, uh, this, the series and that felt really medium, hmm. like to the point where I think I watched like three episodes and I don't think, I don't think I'll watch the rest of it. Okay. But I feel like it's very similar to Lord of the Rings. I mean, when I read, I read like the first quarter, first half of the first Wheel of Time book. And I was like, I just feel like I'm reading Lord of the Rings again. It's just yeah. this really dense fantasy It's super novel. dense. And I did not, it did not suck me in. I couldn't get into it. I, I just felt like I was actually reading Lord of the Rings again with different <laughs> characters because it was so similar. Oh my gosh. Um, so yeah, but then now with the Lord of the Rings show, so I just feel like this whole fantasy genre is really having a moment yeah the nerds the nerds have spoken <laughs> yeah. and it's like let's we're having release. a moment <laughs> yeah 
I mean, they're they're great ways of telling stories. I feel like maybe I watched Witcher and then started Wheel of Time maybe a little too close to each other because Witcher mm. was just so good. And Wheel of Time was a little slow in comparison. Got it. But overall, I am less skeptical than I was about the Lord of the Rings show than when I first heard mm. about it. We'll see. When we'll I have- first heard about it, I was like, I reject this. <laughs> And now I don't feel that way anymore. Dang. We'll have to watch it and like, like have a special episode about it or something. That's a good idea. Yeah, we should. That's a good idea. We should do a poll on social media and see what people think. Oh, like predictions? Or to see if they're into it. Like, oh, they're into it. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. We can do one of those like Instagram things of, yeah, what do you think? Excited? Yeah. We're not excited. We'll do that. Let us know what you yeah. think. Yeah. Keep an eye out for that. We'll do that <laughs> soon. Yeah. <laughs> We're so bad about keeping the I know the social media of it's quite cool up to date because neither one of us is really big on updating Instagram. <laughs> it's true. We need like I think an my intern. last Instagram post is like from a few months ago. Oh gosh. On my personal. I don't even well, know. When mine is. My last few Instagram posts on my personal Instagram were actually about It's Quite Cool. Actually, my last one was, I think. (laughs) I opened Instagram today and someone liked it. And I was like, that was from so long ago, but okay. Yeah. It was like months ago now, right? (laughs) Yeah, I think so. We're just, we're just not, we're not, we're not good with keeping up with Instagram. We'll try harder, but I'm not making hey, if any you want to help run the it's quite if you want to be an art intern. Yes. <laughs> if you want to earn some college credit. Are we even qualified to give no, out college probably credit? Probably not. <laughs> we'll give you a ring Fake of power. College credit. <laughs> I mean, you have ring. some spares. I do. I do. We'll give you an honorary ring. <laughs> I asked my mom today, is there, what do you remember about Rachel and me when we were kids in, oh, in no. association to Lord of the Rings? And she's like, I remember you guys used to walk around wearing those rings around your necks. <laughs> did you wear, I, did you wear one? I did. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I wore one too. That makes me feel better. Yeah. We'd go wow, to school what a time. we both had them. Yeah. We should bring that back. You know, we, we called them our, our friendship necklaces. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh, we should bring that back. Don't tempt me, Rachel. Don't tempt me, Frodo. <laughs> Wait. Exactly. Yeah, that's right. Did I quote that right? I think so. Oh yeah, Frodo's trying to give Gandalf the ring. I thought I like pictured Bilbo for a second. Two different scenes where Gandalf yells. Yes. Yes. Well, I mean, Bilbo and the ring with that scary face. Oh, nice transition. So what are we going to talk about today? What are we going to talk about today? Today, we're going to talk about Bilbo Baggins. Yeah, the OG. Because last week, we talked about Sam Mm -hmm. and his relationship with Frodo. Mm -hmm. And we thought, who's another super crucial character in Lord of the Rings in relation to Frodo? And we were like, obviously, the guy who gave him the ring true bilbo he did his cousin his nephew no it was his uncle right 
I Googled this and everything said that he was his cousin. I feel like the movie He calls him his nephew. But I'm going to Google this again now because. Yeah, the main character of the novel is Frodo Baggins, Bilbo's cousin. Yeah, for interest. Oh, distant cousins. Okay. Yeah. So the the movies brought the relation closer, and they they didn't directly say. I can't remember now if they directly said what the relation was, but they made it seem like it was a lot closer than like a distant cousin situation. I mean, he technically, though, like, adopts Frodo to be the heir of Bag End. True. Regardless but, of his yeah. closeness and blood relations. Yes. But I feel like in the movies, I remember him calling him his nephew, but I could be super forgetful. And you know what's going to happen? The haters are going to come and tell me <laughs> <laughs> that I don't know anything about Lord of the Rings. So if you're out there... <laughs> You know where to find me <laughs> to tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, here on this podcast, we get everything wrong all the time. <laughs> True. Except so let for us our know. opinions. I'm being really sarcastic. If you, yeah, our opinions are our law. Always right. <laughs> uh, you cannot argue with us. No, I'm just kidding. If there's really truly, if, if you want to correct us, by all means, you can DM us on It's Quite Cool on Instagram. We'll never look, but maybe one day we will. <laughs> maybe one day. And we'll just be bombarded with fact check messages. Yeah. We should uh, We should have a, a segment where we just talk about all the things we said wrong. Yeah, we can have like a little correction corner episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways. Bilbo Baggins. <laughs> Bilbo Baggins, the uh, the owner of Bag End. Yeah, he is. So our first introduction to him in Fellowship of the Ring is obviously his big party. I mean, that's kind of how yeah. well, that is how the entire movie starts. That's mm-hmm. what everything is set around. Gandalf is showing up for this party. And you get a really good sense of who Bilbo is as a person. Oh, yeah. He is in the community, you know, how people look up to him. I mean, this is a guy who the whole town shows up to his birthday. Yeah, I I think a big part of that, though, is he is like the wealthiest hobbit. Yes. And they know it's going to be an amazing party. Yeah. They just want to get down. They just want to party. Fireworks. Lots of food. The fact that it doesn't seem like this is the first time that they Mm -hmm. have enjoyed a Bilbo party. Yeah. They they seem – the vibe you get is everyone seems to know based on enjoying other Bilbo parties before that this one is going to just be amazing. (laughs) Off the chain. Because not (laughs) off the chain. Like it's just going to be – because, I mean, it's 111th birthday. Isn't that a big deal for the Hobbits? Yes. Totally. I mean, it'd be a big deal for anyone. It's funny, though, because, yeah, I mean, definitely, like, people want to be there. But then the vibe you get from Bilbo, like, no trespassing except on party business. Like, he he kind of is, like, I mean, he's weird in, in the Hobbit yes, he's world. he's eccentric. Yes, he's that's, eccentric. A, that's a better word. He is eccentric. And one of my favorite parts is that scene 
when we really first see like the ring, the power of the ring, when he, when he's like addressing the hobbits and he's like, I like, wait, what does he say? I, oh my gosh, I know this line. I like half of you, half as much as I. I like less than half of you, half as much as you deserve. Yes. I think that's right. (laughs) That's the second half of the line. (laughs) It's a tongue twister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he essentially like totally insults a bunch of them and then puts the yeah. ring on and disappears. And it's like a practical joke. Well, I think there's also, there's a lot tied into why he did that. I think there's, I mean, he's, it's, it's made clear that he's getting older. Mm-hmm. People are starting to wonder when he's going to die. People in the because family he's not are, aging. Exactly. So they're they're confused as to mm-hmm. what's going on. Yeah. They know he's getting older. They know he's going to leave all this wealth to somebody. And they're thinking that if they shove their way in front of Frodo mm. in line, that they yeah. might get a piece of something before it's too late. So yeah. he, he's been living with the, feeling this way, people treating totally. him this way. And he's probably like, screw you guys. Yeah. I'm out of here. And you guys don't know where I'm going. You don't am I alive? Am I dead? Like I just disappeared. Yeah. When you have this the Saxville wait, Sackville. The Sackville Bagginses. Saxville Bagginses that are trying to steal his beloved bag end. Yeah. And he wants obviously he wants to leave it for Frodo and he makes it so that that is what happens. But I believe this is in the books, but they don't talk about this in the movies at all. Didn't Frodo come back to Bag End and people were like, it was ransacked. Yeah. 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 And it was, it was like completely, totally. it it was not this, it was not the same as when Mm -hmm. he left. And in the, in the movies, he goes back. And like everything's the same. Yeah. But in the movies, they're like, okay, Frodo's also missing now. Mm-hmm. And this house is just sitting here. I guess it's now is our chance. <laughs> I wonder how long they waited. I know. After Frodo Did they have left a spare before, key? Like, I'm sure they could just climb in through those hobbit windows. Yeah, I guess so. I can't imagine that security was very tight in the Shire. <laughs> True. Pretty sure people just left their doors open. Yeah. That's why when the ring rates came, they were like, what is happening? Exactly. But he is a definite, he's definitely not like the other hobbits. Yeah. Uh, You get a very strong sense that the other hobbits just want, they're like homebodies. They don't want anything exciting to happen. They're just very quiet, happy people. They just want to eat and drink. Concerning hobbits, he like talks about, you know, they live really simple lives and he has wanted something more, but Mm -hmm. it's kind of, I feel like, I mean, they talk about how his side of the family, like it runs in the family, but really Gandalf back when Gandalf showed up was kind of the like catalyst for Bilbo to like like in the Hobbit, like Bilbo complains a lot, but you, but also you know that he loves it. Yeah, you know, it's that's part of his Hobbitness, though. Yes, like I, I feel he wouldn't really be a Hobbit if he went along on the adventure <laughs> and he never complained about anything. Totally, you, 
You see it with the other hobbits in Lord of the Rings also. Sam, as like steadfast as he is, he's complaining about stuff. Merry and Pippin complain about things all the time. So it's kind of exactly. (laughs) Yeah. So there's definitely there's definitely this character trait Mm -hmm. among the hobbits that it seems that they can be a little bit fussy. Yeah. And Bilbo has that in him. I mean, it's like he's it's who he is. It's like culturally a thing. Yeah. But he's also very different because he wants adventure and he mm-hmm. wants something new and different and yeah. that all you know you see that all in the hobbit mm-hmm. it's all about that and then it's kind of fun to see it thrust upon frodo does he does he want it i don't know he just kind of has no choice well and the other hobbits see it in frodo like there's that scene when they're they're in the green dragon and they're Sam and Frodo are talking to the other hobbits and they're like Bilbo's cracked and they said Frodo's cracking do you remember that uh-huh yeah and he like laughs at it like he he actually enjoys that you know but I think people are seeing that Frodo's similar like he's taking after he calls him Uncle Bilbo but but yeah there's there's definitely um there's definitely an imprint left on Bilbo and by association Frodo mm-hmm. because of that journey that Bilbo went on. Yeah. That and how you were saying that they said that Bilbo is cracked and Frodo is cracking. It's it's because of the choices that he made. It's so mm-hmm. odd to the other hobbits that yeah. you know, why would Bilbo want to go and do this you know be on this dangerous journey? Mm-hmm. And yeah, he came back super rich. Mm-hmm. That's all great. But at the same time, the the risk he took, mm-hmm. he didn't know he, he didn't know he would be able to come back with anything. He totally, you know, that was that was just lucky that mm-hmm. everything worked out the way that it was supposed to and the way that it did. But it's interesting that Frodo having lived his entire life in the Shire, not having gone on that adventure with Bilbo is mm-hmm. kind of seen through the same lens. Yeah. I yeah. guess, you know, they the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. And in this sense, like, Bilbo's basically like a father figure to Frodo. Yeah. He's, like, nurtured him to be this way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then he goes and changes Frodo's whole life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> by leaving him this ring. That Frodo has no idea... That he's even super, had this whole time is well, or that it's the super evil object that yeah, you know, is going to cause him to have to run away, run away, or like literally be forced away. I mean, he. Well, I mean, he, he has to run that, away from the ring race, essentially. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, it's both. Like, he's being forced out, but he's also exactly. taken on. I mean, again, I don't think until Rivendell does Frodo like totally understand what he has no that's definitely true he and even gandalf doesn't give him a lot of i mean he like explains some stuff but when they're at the table and yes and then sam overhears and all of that but i think gandalf is still like he's figuring it out still yeah he knows 
he knows it's the one ring. Mm-hmm. He knows it's the most powerful one. But I, I think Gandalf wanted to be careful with the information that he gave yeah. to Frodo because he was still also figuring out what was going on. What because, what's gonna yeah. what's next? And he the didn't initial want to mission completely was like, freak him out. Yeah, the initial mission was we need to get to Rivendell. <laughs> yeah, just way less of a a trek than Mordor. Exactly. I mean, it took them half a movie to get to Rivendell <laughs> and it took them two and a half movies to destroy <laughs> the ring in Mordor. <laughs> True. Well, and then, it, yeah, so Bilbo goes to Rivendell right Yes, after. because he's there and he's there when Frodo gets there or yeah. he gets there right after Frodo gets there. Frodo's kind of out of it when he arrives in Rivendell. So I'm I mean, sure I think the implication is, yeah, it's been a while because Bilbo has aged at that point. Yes. Even more than when Frodo had seen him last and he's writing his book. You see our favorite scene when Bilbo gives Frodo the mithril shirt and as Frodo's mm-hmm. putting it on, Bilbo gets a glimpse of the one ring and asks if he can hold it. Frodo says Just no. One last time. And we see scary Bilbo. Scary Bilbo face. <laughs> now, that's another scene that you and I slowed down yes remember we would like frame by frame yes. like let it go super let it go slowly frame by frame and yeah. like watch every single frame of him turning into like crazy bilbo and totally. we'd pause it at the worst possible <laughs> moment yes. and we would just like laugh <laughs> yes oh my gosh we should do that again that's a classic oh my goodness memories man we were so- and i think you you had like a newer DVD player that had all these like fun features. Cause I also remember watching Pirates of the Caribbean like fast forward, but it had volume with the fast forward. So they were talking super fast. Oh, I don't remember this. Oh my gosh. It was really funny. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah. Dang. So yeah, Scary Bilbo. That's when I think that's also when Frodo really begins to understand what he has and what this ring is because it it turns bilbo into this person that frodo doesn't know for a split second Mm -hmm. and it's really scary like imagine being frodo Mm -hmm. and seeing that happen to bilbo in front of you Mm -hmm. oh so scary that's traumatizing totally yeah so that is the last time that frodo sees Bilbo when he still has the ring Mm -hmm. the next time he'll see Bilbo it'll be like the ring is destroyed and it's gone and that's it but it's it's such a it's such a powerful moment the two of them sitting there and Bilbo knows I think Bilbo knows that Frodo is about to go on this journey. I don't think that he assumes that that's the end for Frodo. He, I think Bilbo has has the notion that he's given something really serious to Frodo and now he's going to have to deal with it. Did they tell, I don't think they told Bilbo what was happening though, because I feel like he would lose it. 
Like he would try to kill Frodo. If he's like, I'm going to take. No, because remember later when Frodo comes back and they're in the carriage, he asks Frodo, oh, like, do you still have that old ring of mine? Uh Uh-huh. And and Frodo's like, no, I lost it. And then he's like, oh, I don't think they ever told Bilbo. It was a secret meeting. Well, at that at that point, at that point, Bilbo was so old. Like, what are they going to tell him? Like, Frodo probably just didn't want to burden him with what he actually had to go through to destroy the ring. But I think but Bilbo could have so handled think, it. Really? Yeah, he was so obsessed with the ring. I mean, him, even Frodo saying, you can't touch it. <laughs> He responds that way. Imagine they're yeah, like, but, oh, by the way, we're going to destroy this ring that you love. But isn't the whole thing that the ring couldn't influence Bilbo so much? Isn't that kind of like, so isn't that one of the reasons why? Because I, w- I was looking into like, why did Bilbo leave the ring? why did he make that choice to leave the ring for Frodo? Yeah, Gandalf told him to leave it behind, but he could have done something differently, you know, at that point. At that point, Gandalf didn't know exactly what that ring was. He had an idea, but he didn't know for sure. So Bilbo still, I mean, considering what the ring is, Bilbo still kind of left it pretty easily. Yeah, I and, don't know. I and just because even at the end, I like was, when, I mean, Frodo doesn't want to destroy the ring at the end, right? But I think the relationship Frodo has to the ring is so different because he's been on this journey with the ring, and the ring knows it's getting closer to Mordor. Like, it's, yeah, it's getting heavier because of that as well. And yeah. Bilbo never has to experience that with the ring. I think the influence so, of the ring, like the ring maybe it lessened its hold on Bilbo so that he could give it up. Exactly. Because but I think the there's a part of him. Yeah. I still think there's a part of potential him that'd be with so Bilbo. mad. I feel like Well, Bilbo yeah, I so mean, mad. he wouldn't be, he wouldn't be happy about it, but I feel like the overall influence the ring has on Bilbo isn't, isn't as strong as it was for Frodo at the end. And never even close to as strong as what it was for Gollum. Gollum, yeah. So, I mean, I was looking into the, I was, because I I didn't remember all the nuances of Mm -hmm. how how the ring left Gollum, got to Bilbo, all that stuff. So I was looking into that a little bit and I was reading that it was basically like the ring realized that Gollum was going to stay in that cave with mm-hmm. the ring forever. And the <laughs> ring was never going yeah. to be able to get back to Sauron. Yeah. And so when Bilbo came along, it was like, oh my God, this is my chance. <laughs> and it essentially allowed itself to be lost. Yeah. And, and you know, lost and by Gollum, found by Bilbo. Yeah. And, and then realized again the same thing with Bilbo. This hobbit is going to live in the Shire forever. <laughs> and is not going to yeah. leave his hobbit hole yeah. and I'm never going to get back to Sauron and so maybe then like lessened its hold on on um, Bilbo mm-hmm. therefore allowing him to leave the ring behind mm-hmm. and get a new owner 
So then potentially that owner would be the one that would get the ring eventually to Sauron. Totally. So like, there's also that layer of this ring is doing things too. Yeah. To get things to happen. For sure. But there is, I mean, again, even him at the end being like, hey, do you still have that ring? Shows like it did have. Yes. A deep hole. I mean, he's acting so casual about it. Yeah. Like, I think it really did. You know, it was his precious. I feel like, I feel like if he really had this like super intense feeling about it though he would have had more of a reaction to i lost the ring than what he did yeah like there was was something peaceful about true it was almost like nostalgia he he just wanted to see it and when he was told that he won't be able to see it yeah he didn't lose it i mean if, if it had if it had been Gollum. Yeah. And you told Gollum, like, I lost the ring. He would have, he probably would have killed you. Yeah, totally. But I don't know. I, I always got, I always felt that Bilbo, if not like explicitly knew, had a feeling that there was something that was going to happen with this Mm -hmm. ring and that he put this burden on Frodo. Yeah. That that scene where he gives him the mithril, like why would if he that thought that, that was the end of journey. his journey, why would he give him the mithril if he thought that that's like true. oh he brought the ring to Rivendell and that's it he's gonna go back to the Shire? Well, he gives him Sting too, and then he gives him Sting. So I I don't think Bilbo was under the impression that the story was over for yeah. Frodo. Yeah, he he was preparing him for a journey. Totally people don't even know like the reveal later that Frodo has Mithril is so great because like no one even really knows Sting is cool I Sting is I mean if you've read The Hobbit you know what Sting is I mean you know what all of those gifts are but um I remember when the movies came out they had made these like replica you could buy like plastic versions of sting that would light up blue yeah and claim remember would we fight like (laughs) my brother and i had one and i feel like you and i would like sword fight and i'd be like playing 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 yeah when you would hit stuff (laughs) it was so fun but yeah it was another thing that i thought about was why do you think bilbo never mentioned the ring to frodo ever before I think there's a part of him. I mean, even in The Hobbit, you see it like he doesn't tell people he like kind of. It's kind of like, ooh, it's like my little secret, like it's my secret Mm -hmm. power in The Hobbit. Like, you know, they end up I mean, Bilbo kind of calls himself the burglar, but he doesn't want to tell people that he has this you know, this thing that gives him the ability to hide himself. And so I think he like enjoyed the fact that no one knew it was like his own little secret. That's my thought. Do you think that it was also out of fear or concern that if people knew they would also want it for themselves? Oh, totally. I mean, again, we don't know, like, 
the the whisperings that are happening in Bilbo's head that the ring is, you know, we don't know what the ring is telling him, but I'm sure it's there's a fear of yeah, of people finding out um like he doesn't he doesn't want anyone to have it but him, which is just like Gollum. I mean, Gollum's the same, you know. Mm-hmm. Gollum knows how to play the game because ultimately he wants to kill Frodo and take the ring but he has to be strategic. And I feel like, I feel like the ring does that for whoever has it. Right. It's like the ring's fight or flight response. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a funny way to put it, but yeah, it's true. And it's, it has to do that through others. Yeah. Because yeah. it's a ring. It mm-hmm. can't do anything for itself. Well, and it's implied more in the books, but Every time Frodo like puts the ring on and any time that Bilbo would, it was like attaching more of itself to them. And Sauron could see them. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, I feel like at that point, Bilbo had probably done it so many times that. It was like pretty attached and then you see it with Frodo, too. Yeah. Like every time he puts it on, you know, it's harder to take it off. Yeah. Yeah. And then, I mean, going back then again to like the ring having that hold over him, we know that Bilbo wanted to leave the Shire. I mean, that was his whole prerogative with this birthday party and the disappearing act and going back to his house and like then sneaking away. Yeah. But was it? I mean, it wasn't necessarily his intention to leave the ring behind. He wanted that to take was, it with him. That happened because Gandalf confronted him. Yeah. And told him that he should leave the ring for Frodo uh-huh. and that he doesn't need it anymore. So, I mean, Bilbo was going to leave. Bilbo was going to leave the Shire with the mm-hmm. ring. And if Gandalf then, I mean, now it's like kind of hitting me putting it all together honest like in this moment (laughs) gandalf probably realized this could be the one ring if Mm -hmm. it is i shouldn't let bilbo leave the shire with it because who knows what he's going to encounter where he'll end up who he'll you know run into yeah and if he puts the ring on at the wrong time and the wrong like and a ring wraith finds him and captures Mm -hmm. him and takes him that's the one ring back into the power of Sauron. So Gandalf, I think, was running interception and he's like, wait mm-hmm. a minute, if this is what I think it might be. Gan- Bilbo just can't leave yeah. walking around with this ring. You know, we have to have a plan. Like the fellowship mm-hmm. was essentially like a bodyguard system for the <laughs> ring. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> so, I mean, when they left Rivendell, it's not like. Gandalf was like, oh, yeah, let's just let the hobbits walk alone. He's like, we need nine people. Let's go. Yeah, totally. Okay, I'm going to call a rando person. Let's see if they answer. I'm going to call my friend Michael. He wanted to be on the podcast. Do it. He knows things about Lord of the Rings. Okay. Hello. Michael, Rachel, do you uh, do you consent to being recorded? Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> sure. 
What's up? Do you, uh, I'm here with Hilda, who I realize you cannot hear. <laughs> oh, but, oh yeah. I can't hear you. But we're recording our podcast, and oh shit, okay, yeah. Oh, sorry. I don't know why you said that. No, that's fine. That's fine. That's totally fine. <laughs> um, yeah, we just wanted. What were we gonna ask? <laughs> we're talking about Bilbo right now. Yes, we were gonna we were gonna ask him if he thinks you're gonna have to repeat this because he can't hear me. Yeah, totally. You were gonna ask him if he thinks that Bilbo left the ring behind just because Gandalf told him. We were talking about we were we were discussing whether we think that when Bilbo leaves the Shire, do you think that he like when he leaves the ring behind? Wait. <laughs> How did you word this? When he leaves the ring when behind, he was the ring it behind, just because Gandalf told him? Was it just because him? Gandalf told him? Or do you think there was part of him that knew like he had to let it go? Ooh, uh, I think it's the latter. I think that, uh, I think he knew he had to let it go. Like, was wanting to get rid of it and move on from it. Um, gives it up. Like, he tells Gandalf, he's like, Oh, like I feel so much better without it and all that kind of stuff. Hmm. And I think it's I think it's more just the power of the ring over him that forces him like keep it. Yeah. But it's not actually his own true intention, you know. Hmm. That's good. <laughs> no, totally. Because yeah. we were, yeah, it's really interesting. Cause we were talking about how when obviously the hobbits get to Rivendell how Bilbo mm -hmm. gives Frodo like these gifts, essentially preparing him for battle. But we were wondering oh, yeah. like, did Bilbo know? Cause you see how Bilbo responds when Frodo's like, no, I'm not even gonna let you touch the ring. Like he responds mm -hmm. so intensely. We were wondering yeah. too, like, do you think Bilbo knew they were gonna like go destroy the ring or did they just keep him in the dark about it? I don't know. I, I always like took that scene to be more just that he was like, oh, you're going off on an adventure and like should have all this stuff because I'm not going to use it anymore. Ah, uh, Michael, we're losing you. Oh my gosh. I don't know why. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Maybe I should go outside. I don't know. <laughs> all my friends will hear me yelling about Lord of the Rings. Oh my gosh, please do. <laughs> Can you just stand next to like climb in a climb up like a telephone pole and airs and see if it's better? Can you help? So are you guys just talking about Bilbo? Yeah. Okay. Do you have any thoughts about Bilbo? Wanna like share any, you know, feelings um, you have about him? I don't know. I think he has like the best ending in all of Lord of the Rings. <laughs> He just like gets to be like cute and old and go live with the elves. <laughs> that is true. Like everybody else, everybody else is just like depressed and lonely, and he just gets to like be cute and live in the forest. It's like major PTSD, and then Frodo's like, "Oh, by the way, do you still have that ring of mine?" And Frodo's like, "I lost it." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so real. Yeah, other than that, I mean, I don't know. I, I need to like reread The Hobbit and stuff too, because I, I just like don't know my Bilbo very well. But he also was like so influential to Sam. And if it wasn't for Bilbo, Sam wouldn't have even like cared at all to like help with any of it, you know, from his stories. Oh, interesting. 
That's true. That is true. Yeah. Because, like, at least in the book, he, Sam was, like, always talking about Bilbo. Like, just the whole entire time. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of funny. It's like, forget Mr. Frodo. Yeah. <laughs> like, Frodo, you're cool, but, like, Bilbo is the OG. Like, <laughs> that's the real stuff. Oh, my gosh. I love it. <laughs> well, Michael, thanks for uh, being on the podcast. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> we'll have you we'll on in a more official capacity. Oh my point. gosh. We definitely will. Um but we also just wanted to, you know, see what's up. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> okay, everyone. Dinner, so oh you know. tell Selena I said hi. I will. Um hi and bye Hilda. I'm sorry I can't hear you. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> she said but... she's laughing. okay well michael we will definitely have you back on um we'll figure out a topic that you want to talk about and thanks for being on the show oh okay bye okay bye oh good times that was a great point that he made that that i hadn't even connected that that sam was so influenced by bilbo and his adventures and stories and that was a, definitely a big factor as to mm-hmm. why he was so interested in being there for Frodo. Yeah, so, I yeah. honestly didn't remember that. But that from the books, yeah. Because Bilbo yeah. doesn't have a lot of screen time, but oh my gosh. Sorry, Michael just texted me <laughs> and his wife said, hot take, Bilbo's hot. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, wait, should we call back and have her say that? Why not? We need to. I don't know if she'll answer. Hello. Hey. Hey. <laughs> uh, you're on our podcast. <laughs> Unless you don't want to be. Um, you're here with my friend Hilda. You won't be able to hear her, but um. Hi, Hilda. Thanks for having me. Hello. She says hi. Um, if you literally, we can cut this out if you don't want to be on this, but Michael just texted me that, <laughs> that you think Bilbo's hot. And we just had to, we just wanted to like talk about that for a second. <laughs> I mean, what can I say? Bilbo's hot. <laughs> does she mean Bilbo like Martin Freeman Bilbo or does she yeah, mean Bilbo like? adventure who doesn't love a man that loves adventure um hilda wants to hilda wants to know if you're into the martin freeman version of bilbo or the ian home version oh yeah martin freeman is hot he is hot i mean ian home is an older man i don't know (laughs) but i guess he could be hot too i don't version i just know the version <laughs> ian home is the one in like oh, oh in the yeah, yeah yeah fellowship of the ring uh yeah he's like 111 years old Bilbo <laughs> did not age well in the lord of the rings movies this is true <laughs> by the end he was I mean... <laughs> pretty rough shape <laughs> and his his greed and his uh, obsession with the ring in his old age doesn't look great on him. You know? True. 
looks a little bit better after those. Uh, I don't know much about Lord of the Rings, but wherever the elves are, Rivendell. Yes. <laughs> he looks a little better there. He healed himself. That he is true. Himself. Um, but yeah, yeah, in The Hobbit, for sure. Mm. Uh, I also read The Hobbit. That's the only book I've ever read. <gasps> it's so good. It's so good. I love it. <laughs> what? Um, <laughs> Michael's making fun of me and say it's the only book you've ever read. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Well, Selena, it is wonderful. Thank you for, for being on this against your will. <laughs> of course. I'm happy to be here. Happy to have hot takes. Love it. Hot. <laughs> you heard it here. This this might have to be a segment that we do with her. Oh we my just gosh! Call and like, what's your hot take? Hot Hilda, or not? Hilda says that we should have a segment with you where we call and we ask you if people are hot or not. I'm down. Hot I'm takes. Hot takes with Selena. I'm into this. I like, yeah, I like it. I'm into this. I feel like ninety percent they're gonna be hot. <laughs> <laughs> very. What about Grima Tongue? He has no eyebrows. Wait, 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 wait. Yes, he's the one that cursed the king, right? Or like has him under that spell. Yeah. Ooh, not hot. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Agree. You passed the test. (laughs) You passed the test. You may now diminish and fade into the West and remain Galadriel. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, uh, it's lovely to have you. It's great to hear your voice. We should have you and Michael both on. That'd be so fun. You should both be Anytime. guests. I'm always here for hot takes. Amazing. Well, thank you. And we'll talk to you soon. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Bye. Um, so to kind of wind this episode down, uh, wrap it up on Bilbo. Um favorite Bilbo scenes I mean what's your favorite Bilbo scene Rachel Mm, favorite Bilbo scene I mean I do really love his birthday party when he insults all those hobbits and then puts the ring on it's just like (laughs) a great moment and yeah I think that's one of my favorites okay yeah that's a good one I good I one. like the one good one good one fun, fun, good one. <laughs> I like the one where he is sitting in the kitchen with Gandalf and oh. and they're talking and you know they're just catching up talking about life and when when Bilbo says that he feels thin sort of stretched like butter scraped over too much bread mm-hmm. that is such a relatable line to me oh. That is true. I feel like I feel like there are few lines from movies that hit hit home so like so perfectly like mm-hmm. that line because I feel like that's just a description of of life. And I feel like no yeah. matter who you are, no matter how fulfilling your life is, no matter how happy you are, no matter how like whatever wherever you may be in life, mm-hmm. I feel like there's always a part of you that feels a little bit tired and worn out Mm. and just like exhausted and that could be in a good way or a bad way Mm. you know it could be good because you just have 
your life is so full and you have so much going on, but at the end of the day, you're just exhausted yeah. in the best way. Mm -hmm. Or the opposite where, you know, you're, you're just, you know, a little bit down or you're feeling a little bit like there's a lot of weight on you and you feel thin, like mm -hmm. too much, like butter scraped over too much <laughs> bread. It's just so, it's so relatable. And yeah. I love that line so much. Yeah. I mean, that's Bilbo. It's Bilbo. Just like providing a lot of good advice and, you know, life lessons. <laughs> life lessons with Bilbo. Life lessons with Bilbo. Find a ring <laughs> of power. Be obsessed with it. Learn to give it up. And then be a happy old man with the elves. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Conclusion. You get the best ending. You get the best ending in the series. Yes. I, I loved that. That's very real. Yeah, Aww. for sure. Well, well, thanks, guys, for joining yeah, us for another for, episode. Thanks for listening. Let us know if uh, you want us to call you. Um, mm -hmm. Reach out. So or maybe far, we'll no just reach out. Us. <laughs> we'll reach out to you, whether you told us or not. Yeah, um, exactly. Thank you, Michael and Selena, for being on. Uh, we'll have to have you on again. And yeah, make sure that you uh, you smash that like. Subscribe it apply to this. It doesn't apply at all, like but it's fun it. to say. Uh, make sure you subscribe if you want to leave us a review and say how awesome you think that we are. That would be dope. Uh, but yeah, until next time. It's been quite cool. Let's talk Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Namare. Bye. <laughs>